Welcome to the Biz Unplugged Universal Orlando Edition for August 2007 from Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined each week by our team of experts, including Bob Varley, Julie Martin, Corey Martin, Kevin Close, and John Magi. This month, we'll tell you about what's new at Universal Orlando, including how you can get access to the pool at the Hard Rock Hotel without having to be a guest. We'll also tell you about the upcoming Halloween Horror Nights, and we'll offer some tips on how to get the most from Universal's most popular annual event. Kevin Close will give us his impressions of Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville at Universal City Walk. Bob Varley spent some time with his family at Universal Orlando recently, and he has a report for us. And we're going to have another review of Blue Man Group, but this time from one of our listeners, the gentleman who won two tickets to the event on our last show. All that plus your emails on this edition of the Diz Unplugged Universal Orlando edition. All right, starting out, we got a, uh, we didn't do a show. We didn't get a chance to do the show, the Universal show last July. I... I really apologize. Um, that won't happen again. I will make sure the show goes up the last Tuesday of every month from now on. It's just, it, it, it tends to get a little tough. It was a very tough in July because we had Corey and Julie uh, away on vacation. And um, it's hard enough to coordinate our schedules to do our regular weekly show, our Disney show, and the Universal show. I don't want to do the Universal show on the same day we record the Disney show because. We have no energy by the time we get to this. Yeah, and, we were exhausted the last time. And that was a real problem, is trying to pick the right day. And But I apologize for that. That was my fault, and I will make sure that does not happen again. So what we're going to do also this month, uh, we're going to give out two prizes. We've selected two people who sent us emails. And uh, what we do on this show, a little different from our, our Disney show, is uh, we take we select an email once a month, and the prize that person wins is going to be either a two-park annual pass to Universal, or uh, two tickets to go see uh, Blue Man Group. So those are really good prizes, and since we didn't give one out in July, we are going to give two out today. Okay, a couple of things that uh, we want to talk about that are coming up at Universal in the next month you might want to know about. Uh, the first is Rock the Universe, which is uh, Universal's uh, Christian rock concert that goes on uh, September 7th and 8th this year. And uh, I have never attended it. I can't tell you whether it's any good or not, but it's a very popular event. When they hold it, it sells Most out. of your Christian rock bands are excellent bands. I mean, I like a few. It's been, yeah. growing, it's been growing every year since they they started. On Friday, the two of them. Yeah, on the Friday night of the event, uh, the 7th, uh, it's going to feature uh, Grammy winners uh, Casting Crowns and Jars of Clay. Jars of Clay is a great band. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> uh, punk rock group uh, Family Force 5. Oh, they're good. There's and a Christian punk rock group? Apparently. And oh, yeah. Christian chart toppers Mercy Me and Hawk Nelson. On the Saturday night, uh, it'll be Grammy Award winner Toby Mack, pop punk rock group Reliant K, along with Jeremy Camp, Pocketful of Rocks, The Afters, and Skillet wrap up the weekend. So I don't know any of those acts, and maybe you do. And if well, you do and you like them, <laughs> September 7th and 8th, uh, one night tickets are forty one ninety five in advance. They're forty six ninety five on the day of the event, um, and group tickets are available for thirty nine ninety five in advance and forty six ninety five at the gate. For additional information, you can call one eight six six seven eight eight four six three six. Part of what makes us a great country is that you can have that. You can have your night of joy. You can have your rock. The I universe. think it's wonderful. Mm -hmm. You can you know there's room enough for all those things. So 
Yep. Have a good time. Yeah, and these are hard-ticketed events. If it's not something that is your style of entertainment, no one's forcing anything down right. your throat. Yeah. And, and I think and that's, the, that's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. And they are very popular. Yeah. Oh, Each know, year they get bigger and Night, bigger. Night of Joy is huge. Night of Joy is huge over at Disney. So, all right. Also, something else that uh, I came across that I thought was really interesting. Uh, you know, all the, all the discussions that go on on our, our, our discussion boards about pool hopping and about how bad it is at Disney. Uh, Hard Rock has come up. Uh, Hard Rock Hotel has come up with something I think is really unique. Now, if you're a Universal Resort guest, you can pool hop. You can s- swim at any of their pools. Yeah. So pool hopping is not an issue at Universal. But this I thought was unique. From August 25th through September 28th, the Hard Rock will allow non-hotel guests access to its pool and pool area for the day. And it's now and 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 hear me out here. This is going to sound steep at first, but it really isn't. $30 per adult, $10 per child. But each adult gets a $20 food and beverage credit. Each child gets a $10 food and beverage credit. That's so incredible. really it's $10 per adult, and it's free for your kids. And you get to spend the day at what is arguably one of the best pools in Orlando. I don't, think I, I don't think I can put it up above uh, each Storm Along Bay. Yeah. Yeah. I really don't. But it's tw- this is a 12,000-square-foot pool. And with an underwater speaker system, it's in the shape of, a, uh, of an electric guitar. And the Hard Rock is among one of my favorite places to stay, as I've talked about in the previous show. And an opportunity to go check it out oh, I without having to spend the hundred and whatever, two hundred dollars and yeah. whatever a night at the hotel. It's a very different. It's a, it's, a, it's a nice day. Be a nice day. I, I'm going to be talking a little bit later about having the grandkids in the in the park. I would have loved to have the chance to have been able to take Gavin and Mason over to the pool while. While mom and dad went and did their roller coaster thing and everything else, where we had to sit and wait for them to come out of the roller coaster, right. we take them over to the pool area. Oh my God, they would have been in heaven for the day. Then does this include those times when they show the movie at night? Can you stay for the movie? Yeah, you, you, yep, it's it's there. Uh, that that is, now, see, now the movie, uh, the, the dive in movies. I know we're going on for the summer. I'm not sure those are going on in September, so I don't want to. I haven't checked that. I do need to check that. But that's, all, that's a fun thing. The movies, yeah, the, the dive-in movie where you know they they run a movie. They play Jaws one night yeah. when we're there, <laughs> that's cool. and they give you know every, they give everybody floats and you, you float around in the that pool. That should be the only movies they play to dive in: Jaws one, two, three, or four. Right. <laughs> so I just thought that was a really interesting, uh, a really unique way. It is uh, to attract some attention to the hotel. Not that it really needs it. It's a hotel that stays at somewhere around 90% occupancy most of the year. So it's not like they're hurting yeah. for people. So it's not necessarily just a ploy to get people to check out the hotel. I think it's brilliant. It's I think so it's, easy to get over to the hotel from the, from the park. I mean, it's great. Well, Universal also seems to allow the hotels. Well, I would imagine it's more Lowe's than Universal. But um, they seem to allow the general managers of these hotels an awful lot of leverage. And what kind of ideas they come up with to promote their hotel. Yeah. And, you know, the general manager of the Hard Rock is a gentleman by the name of Carlton Hudson. And really, he's brilliant. He knows he knows his business. He knows his hotel. And he comes up with all these ideas. Well, he does the Velvet. Right, Velvet Sessions. Vel- velvet Sessions. And that's a great idea, too. So, yeah, it is. It is. So I, I just thought that was real neat. And the only other thing I really want to bring up, just in terms of 
what's coming up is some events coming up at City Walk this month. This one really struck me, as I said to these guys mm-hmm. before we started recording. This is for the, the hardcore alcoholics out there. Pat O'Brien's, which is uh, one of the clubs over at, uh, at City Walk, is doing a halfway to St. Patrick's Day party <laughs> on September 15th from 4 p.m. to 2 a.m. Uh, it's an $8 cover, or you can upgrade to a VIP pass for $20, which would allow you to, I think, get into any of the clubs. And it's going to run from 4 to two, four p.m. to 2 a.m. They're going to have some traditional Irish food, a live rock band, and, uh, of course, their world-famous Hurricanes. Only Pato's. Yeah, yeah. Only, only. That $8 pays for the food? It's just an excuse to wear green. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I believe it, it, that's the way it reads. It reads that, that, will inc- that the food is... Yeah, Part alcohol of that. will be more. Though. No, alcohol is not included. Right. No. We actually spent St. Patrick's Day last year, well, this past year. This year. Yeah, that's, this a year. Nice, that's nice for... I think the year before, too. I just think that's funny, the halfway to St. Patrick's Day. It's like our Christmas in July, St. Patrick's Day in September. <laughs> not the same way, uh. I guess, right? No. <laughs> and uh, and I, I, I didn't realize that they do karaoke. Oh, I want to do that. At City Jazz. I've never been in City Jazz. I've never stepped... Neither have I. I barely even notice it, but... Uh, it's the place that's kind of like not along where all the other ones are. It's kind of off to the side, like in the center. Yeah, it's there. on the same yeah. side of the, is those big steps. Oh, okay. That go yeah. on. Well, Monday night is karaoke night, and doors open at 7. Show starts at 8.45. I think we should send Bob over there. <laughs> oh, my make, God. Make Bob do karaoke. Send Bob to karaoke. And uh, finally, one more thing that we absolutely need to talk about before we uh, move on to our next segment is uh, Halloween Horror Nights. Pete, before you do that. There's two other events you didn't mention. Oh, okay. And I wanted to make sure that they got mentioned because I think they're very important. September 4th or the 8th is the United States Dance Championship at the Royal Pacific Resort. Are you dancing? No, I thought Bob would want to do that. He wants to do everything <laughs> else. And September... <laughs> What's that all about? Every time we say we're going to do something, Bob goes, I'll go. Okay. September 14th through the 16th is the World Cyber Games. Ooh. And I thought this is something that would interest you. Come out and see America's be- best video game players compete to become stars wow. in eSports' most prestigious tournament. With the Universal Studios theme park ticket, you are, limit- you are invited to witness the who's who of video gaming's most talented players as they battle it out on the biggest games on Xbox, 360, and the PC. And I is thought this- watching golf sounded fun. Yeah. <laughs> is this for money? That? I don't it, know. It, it I'm be. about to say, if these people are going to get paid to be couch potatoes, that's ridiculous. <laughs> they get paid to talk about Disney. Universal. stones. What's the date on that? That is September 14th or the 16th. I know you're going to go. Um, no, I'm, I, want, I want Brian to go. I mean, he's into the. He's program doing programming for gaming. So, uh, Peter, I have one thing too. I want to mention if John's done. I am done. Uh, over at Universal Studios, right now they're doing a screening of pilot a pilot for uh, the Bionic Woman that's coming out on oh, NBC. Really? Yeah, I read about this. Yeah. And uh, what they do is they have several sittings a day, and it's uh, the studio seats forty people, and they do six screenings per day through September second, and they give you a preview of the new bionic woman that's coming out. And uh, I think that's really cool. Uh, I can't wait for that series to come out. So one of the things, I did something like this out in Las Vegas, and Universal had a 
a studio thing where you sat down and watched uh, a show. And it actually turned out to be the show they call The Unit, Unit, U-N-I-T, on CBS on Tuesday nights. I've heard of it. It's it's a army-type show. But, uh, oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And we, we got to see the preview on it, and they critiqued it and asked us questions, and then they gave you some kind of gift or something at the end. Uh, so I just wanted people to know that they're starting to do something like that at Universal. They gave, they gave Bob deodorant. Uh, no, I got a shirt. But I just I think it's cool. I mean, that's part of Universal and everything. So they get to see something in advance. I think that they it's, might do something like this more. That's cool. It's very cool. All right, I do. Uh, I do want to talk. We do need to talk about Halloween Horror Nights because Halloween Horror Nights is coming up. Starting, it starts on the 28th of September, and uh, we are going to, we're definitely going to be there for that. We'll be there for the opening night. Uh, that is, honestly, folks, one of the best parties, one of the best Halloween parties you'll ever go to, if not the, the best. I mean, it's really, it's over the top. It's over the top. If you are easily scared, if you are disturbed by, you know, horror films. Like me. Like Julie. <laughs> then this is probably not the place for you. And it is absolutely and positively not the place for young children. This is an adult or you know, an older teen adult event. So, I mean, you gauge your children, how mature they are, how well they are able to handle stuff like this. Because it does get, I mean, it's, it, this is a, it's universal. It's not That's Disney. Yeah. So it's, it, it can get a little, uh, little intense. I mean, they have people chasing you with uh, chainsaws. chainsaws. There are a lot of places to hide, too. Yes, and they jump out at you. They are not allowed to touch you. They never touch you, ever. Can't wait but to get caught they cam in there. They're just allowed to scare the living daylights out of you. They will get close. <laughs> they will get close. Yeah. And a chainsaw about a foot away from you is pretty scary, even and, if well, there's no chain attached. Right. There's no chain. There's no yeah, danger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but they also, while they won't touch you, they will gang up on you and corral you into a space. I've seen that we saw yeah. them do that to uh, two girls last year. There were these like demons on on stilts, literally. They would meet my mace. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I just yeah, do not Diana, like stuff like that. Diana hated it when she went a few years ago, and it was. Yeah, this is not. This is definitely not for everybody. And the reason I'm not always in front of my mic when I start talking is I keep reaching for the Dunkin' Munchkins that Kevin brought. As <laughs> I sit here filling my face, like I need these things, you know. The thing about Halloween Horror Nights is it's it's really done so well it's an it's an award-winning event last year they won the 2006 golden ticket award from amusement today's 2006 golden ticket award for the best halloween event so i mean these guys really do it well i mean they're well they've been doing it for 17 years 17 years now i mean this is now a tradition this is more than just an event it's a tradition in this town do we know who the featured... I do. Oh, yeah. Who is it? The, the villain or whatever you want to call him? The oh, murderer? It's, no, no. <laughs> it's a trilogy. This trilogy. This year's theme is Carnival of Carnage. Oh, God. And it's going to have a creepy carnival overlay. And it's based on the... Uh, Isn't that redundant? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to do is just put you on the regular carnival rides because they're scary enough as it is. Hey, little girl. <laughs> <laughs> and what they're going to have is Freddy... From uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, Freddy Krueger, Freddy Krueger, yeah. and Jason from the Halloween films are going to battle it out. No, Jason is from Friday the Thirteenth. Jason and, from uh, Friday the Thirteenth, and, and Michael Face. Myers. Or no, Leatherface. Leatherface from Texas. 
Texas Chainsaw Massacre. He's going to be there too. Right. So those yeah. three are the sort of the big villains of the of the show this year. But it's going to be a creepy carnival overlay. Yeah. People need to understand though that these lines are not short. You know, the, 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 like to enter some of these. Um, you know, haunted houses. Yeah. Well, they, These lot lines are long. They do offer fast passes, and I was on the phone with a Universal agent today, and he told me that people who wait for the day of their event are not going to get fast passes. No, so if you plan on right. getting your fast pass, get actually, it in advance. I actually have some information on that. They are offering a Halloween Horror Night Express Pass. Yeah, that's what I meant. It's thirty five ninety nine. This is in addition to your uh, regular ticket. You have to buy your regular ticket, then you get this. And you are guaranteed shorter wait times on participating attractions and all haunted ha- houses. Mm-hmm. However, it's one admission per attraction or haunted house for your visit. Yeah. Um, and it's limited to only certain. Well, actually, it looks like it's all nights at this point. But th- we know from the regular Express Pass, these sell out. So they're only going to have a certain amount of these. Get them ahead of time. Go and get them because otherwise you're not going to get into any of these. As you get closer to Halloween, nights sell out, not oh, just yeah. Express Pass. Yeah. The actual tickets sell out. Oh, yeah. so crowded. Always, the night of Halloween always sells out right. fast. Well, only, no, the night of Halloween only sells out when it is on a weekend. If it's on a Wednesday, it does not. Oh, really? Um, but the weekend really nights approaching Halloween do yes. sell out. Yeah. Yes. Let me give you a little more information on what's going to be offered for uh, this year's event. There's, uh, in addition to the Freddy, Jason, Leatherface trilogy that they're going to be doing, there's going to be a haunted house um, based themed on the classic film The Thing. Also, they're going to be changing their 360-degree show that they do, um, Universal 360, is going to be completely redone with horror movies maybe it'll be better wow so that i mean to that's me, that, smart to me that's a big thing you know that's like them completely redoing you know something so i well, think that's an excellent um addition it can only make it better one of the the halloween horror nights is a strong thing for uh universal's bottom line for the year they they make a lot of money, on, lot of money on this on this event as well. They should yes, they, they should. put a lot of good work. Into yeah, it. I mean they earn it. And as always, they're gonna there will be a Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure show. Now, which folks, is, this is really this is the highlight of the night. Uh, the Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure show is the funniest mm-hmm. funniest theme park show you will ever see. They they actually it's it's been compared to a Broadway style. Production. That's how much work they put into it, put, and it's current events mixed in with music and theatrical. Uh, the shows are are really the highlight of the night, and they pack quickly. They really do. So, uh, one of the fir- the first thing I do when I go to Halloween Horror Nights is I look at the times that that show is going to be playing, and I plan out when I'm going and what time I'm going to get over there. And it's because it really does it, it, it's 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 such a great show every year they just they're better and better every year what theater do they use they use the uh, fear factor theater okay in the back of the, the park. wild wild west theater oh yeah right it's a nice big theater oh yeah that's that holds a lot of people yeah. it absorbs a lot of people but it does uh, it's a very popular show they usually do two or three a night depending on yeah. how long it's running i've never been to that show but i guess i always pictured it being in like the beetlejuice theater no, no. <laughs> it's much bigger than that. Yeah, and it's all again, like John said, it's all current events, and you know they, whatever's whatever's going on in pop culture right now, they 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 lampoon, they make fun of. Yeah, I love that. And it's really funny. Probably <laughs> some Britney Spears. Some jokes. of it, you know, because you know, because <laughs> some of it goes over my head. I have no idea what they're talking about, but some of it I pick up on. So, but no, it's a, it's a lot of fun. 
I know this is going to be sacrilegious. I've never been to Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah. You're, you're going this year. We've got tickets with our premier power pass. What's the I'm pass on the edge now? of my seat. <laughs> the super duper. I call it the super duper pass. You're only on the edge of your seats that puts you closer to the munchkins. <laughs> so I could reach the munchkins. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, Universal even, does a real. I'm sorry, Julie. Sorry, I was going to say even the commercials that they produce for this event are so scary. I keep, if I'm in the house by myself, I'm like changing the channel. <laughs> it is. They're they're pretty disturbing. They are. What I like about Universal is they do. They're very creative with their pricing. They're not just this. You're going to buy our ticket, and that's going to be the end mm-hmm. of it. And we don't want to have anything to do with you. There's uh, a Florida resident special uh, Coca-Cola offer. If you show up with. Uh, the UPC code from any Coca-Cola product, you get $30 off your ticket. I think that that's a that's huge, huge, huge savings. Mm. Wait, they, it's $30 off a $45 ticket? $30 off the sixty-four ninety-five ticket. Wow. Yeah, the, the, the admission the admission for Halloween Horror Nights is $65. Yeah, we should have cleared that up. Sixty-four ninety-five plus tax is regular admission. The Coca-Cola special offers $30 off of that. Then is they, that only for Florida residents? Yes. Then they offer the special Stay and Scream promotions, which are if you've already bought a ticket for the park for that day, you can then buy a ticket for Halloween Horror Nights that night. And it depends on the night of the week. Sunday through Thursdays are twenty five ninety five plus tax. Well, that's not bad. Uh, Stay and Scream on a Friday night is thirty nine ninety five plus tax. Stay and Scream on a Saturday night is fifty four ninety five plus tax. So, I. I think that's really great. I mean, could you imagine Disney doing that with, uh, you know, never Pirates and Princess Party? Yeah, you've, you've been in our parks all day. Now for another twenty five bucks, you can come to the party at yeah. night. Or Mickey's nope. not so scary. Yeah. I think that that's a terrific nope. deal. These things are so popular; they actually sell the tickets in the grocery stores here. Yeah. Yes, you can purchase your Halloween Horror Nights tickets at Publix. You can get your annual passes at Publix too, can't you? They also have their own website, uh, www.halloweenhorrornights.com. All the information we're talking about is, I think, we're going to have all of this on our show notes page, which is uh, podcast.wdwinfo.com. And uh, obviously, our next show, uh, our our next show, will have a a lot more in depth discussion of uh, this year's Halloween Horror Nights. So, I want to give you a couple more uh, ways you can save money pass holder savings, uh, preferred pass holder savings. Depending on what nights you go, you can save up to $39 off of the, the full price admission. Uh, the Power Pass holders also have um, a special offer. What they have is get 13 nights for less than the price of one. For $49.95, a Power Pass person. Now, this is amazing, isn't it? Can, can go any one of or all of 13 specific mm-hmm. nights wow. during the time that, that it's running. I mean, these are incredible offers. Yeah, they have, chose 13 nights. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it's um, the sixty four ninety five they they're charging. I, very few people are actually going to pay that. Exactly. They have so, always, every year, mm-hmm. they have so many deals, so many mm-hmm. offers. It's ridiculous. But it's cool because you, you, can get, you can get a really good deal on it and... I also have some information. They, In addition to the park stuff, the regular park stuff that they have for Halloween Horror Nights, they also offer tours, and they're calling these RIP tours instead of VIP tours, <laughs> or rest in peace. Um, some of them are a little expensive, but I think they're cool. Um, they have a private RIP tour. Uh, the main focus of the tour is that 
you'll get into all of the haunted houses and Bill and Ted's show. You'll be backdoored in to everything. You won't have to wait in line, and you'll be taken around by a private tour guide. This is for up to 12 people, and it's $1,500 for the group. Right, yeah, they do that same type of thing with their uh, VIP tours. And that's for certain nights. For other nights, the more popular nights, it's $18 for up for up to 12 people in your private tour. The non Wait. It was fifteen hundred dollars or yeah. eighteen dollars. No, fifteen hundred or eighteen hundred. Oh, okay. okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> and it really depends on what the more popular nights are. As you can imagine, as you get closer to Halloween, those are the more expensive right. nights. They have a non-private RIP tour, and basically, it's the same thing except you're not just by yourself. The cool thing about the private one is they say they'll tailor that to your group. So if your group decides you want to do something a little more special and things like that, but the non-private one, you'll be going with other people. That's $120 plus tax per person. And again, that's for certain nights, and it's $140 plus tax per person for the more popular nights. Now, these are the two that really excited me. They have Unmasking the Horror Tours. And this is where you get an inside look at Halloween horror, horror Nights. You'll get a guide, and it's during the day. That the, that the tours take place. The first one is Mysteries of the Midway Tour, $39.99 plus tax per person, departs at 11 a.m. and 2 p.m. daily from September 28th through November 3rd. It's two hours in length. You get a basic overview of this year's Halloween Horror Nights. You get a quote-unquote lights-on tour of three haunted houses a museum exhibit exclusively designed by the art and design department. That's cool. I, I think like that it. sounds really cool. I like to see that. Sounds yeah. awesome. Then there's the Secrets of the Sideshow Tour. That's $54.99. We, we have to do all of them. <laughs> okay. Back to back. <laughs> oh, my God. $54.99 plus tax per person. Uh, departs at 1 p.m. certain days in October. Again, you'll have to go through and look at those days. Three hours in length. Full overview of this year's Halloween Horror Nights, a more in-depth lights-on tour of three haunted houses, the museum exhibit, and a question-and-answer session with one of Halloween Horror Nights creators. So I think oh, wow. these sound wow. really cool. Okay, I absolutely have to do all of those. <laughs> I am a huge Halloween Horror Nights fan. Yeah, I you think are. it is the best thing since sliced bread in this town on Halloween. What I love about this, and I, we say this all the time, and I hate that we do it, you don't want to compare Disney to Universal. But do you think how people would go crazy if they had a behind-the-scenes tour with an Imagineer giving questions and answers? People would lose their minds. This is fantastic This is stuff. a wonderful idea. This is really creative. Yeah, this I, is good, yeah, this I, is I good stuff. I a lot of credit for doing this. So, yeah, that's, that's exciting. That's really exciting. It's great information, too. Thank you very much, John. You're welcome. Well, uh, we're going to move on now, and uh, we have a, 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 a review of Blue Man Group. I know that may sound redundant since we did one on our last show, but this one's Kind of special. This is the first time we have uh, actually one of our listeners uh, doing a review. Uh, Stephen Rickert from, uh, I believe he's uh, in St. Cloud, uh, St. Cloud or Kissimmee. And uh, he was our winner uh, in our June show for uh, the uh, annual pass or two tickets to Blue Man Group. He opted for Blue Man Group and very nicely uh, decided to record his uh, his impressions as he was experiencing it. Not He, he didn't record during the show, but... He recorded as he was going in and, and as they were waiting and what was going on. And um, I think uh, I think you'll enjoy you'll enjoy what he has to say. So we're going to cut to uh, Stephen and his review of Blue Man Group. Hi, everybody. Steve here. We're at Universal. We're here to see the Blue Man Group. It's the first time for me, and I'm very excited. Universal is packed today. 
when we came through the gate, there was cars in every lane. I've never seen it so crowded. Yeah, and parking is not included with the Blue Man Group. Okay, we entered in through City Walk and we went on the Universal side. You can't miss the big Blue Man Group signs. The walkway, very nice. The Blue Man Group signs. And we have our tickets and we're ready for the 9 p.m. show. The Blue Man Group area looks nothing like the Nickelodeon area that was here. The new walkway to the to the stadium is brand new. I never walked through here before. And the signs and the landscaping looks really great. Yeah, it's raining out today. We uh reporting live from the Blue Man Group. We're standing in front of the Blue Man Group queue area. It's covered. And I'm looking over at the box office, and tonight's show is sold out. So it's a Saturday night, 9 o'clock show, and it's sold out. There's a lot of people around, and I, I am actually surprised that it's sold out. It's just before they open the doors, the Blue Man Group, and I'm over by the obligatory souvenir stand and we'll see what they got. Looks like they've got t-shirts, drumsticks, yeah, CDs, souvenir picture books, keychains, Blue Man Group magnets, Blue Man Group bags. Oh, on the other side here we have Blue Man Group hats, mugs, and more shirts. It's getting dark now, just about to go in. The signs on the walkway leading to the Blue Man Group look really nice. They're lit up now. We're starting to make our way into the theater. Making our way through the front door. There's a lobby-like area with different zones, zone doors. We are Z2 left. Opposite the doors are the refreshment stands. We are in row F, and we can see the poncho people. What would you call that stage? Would you call it futuristic, uh, space age? Yeah. Looks like a space age. It looks like a space age futuristic set. Looks like the inside of the space station. On either side of the stage, they have these bronze statues of. They look like nude people, right? Mannequins. They're like golden nude mannequins huddled around some sort of acrylic tower. The ceiling is intentionally unfinished. Gives it more of an industrial look. We'll have these white tubes that I don't know whether they're for, I don't think there's any functional purpose there. I think they're just there for looks. What do you think, Betty? Oh, maybe, yeah, maybe confetti, yeah. I guess we'll find out. But the ceiling is just a bunch of racks and lights. And then every so often you have these white tubes. There's a streaming message. Please note, the show has no intermission. And it says, that means now is the time to pee. Thank you. Reminder, please do not take photos or use video cameras during the show. That means no videotaping. Repeat, no videotaping or we will have to use the ejector seat mechanism in your chair. Thank you.
we just noticed that the splash zone seats come with ponchos. That's a good that's a good thing to know. All paper products used in this performance are 100% recycled. I think these this these uh, these scoreboards here with the scrolling messages are funny. Please take a moment to turn off all Palm Pilots, pagers, Game Boys, cell phones, laser pointers, laptops, and portable fax machines. Thank you. Another humorous message on the scoreboard. So they have staff walking through the auditorium selling jello shots and water and soda. Now there's staff going around handing out strips of white paper. Looks like strips of white tissue paper. They're definitely handing out strips of that paper. Don't know what that's for yet. One staff member is actually tying it like a necktie. I see up front what we will now call as the poncho people. I see a guy tying the uh, white tissue paper around his head like a headband. Looks like the paper strips are making their way up to our row. Here comes the paper strip guy. Yeah. We'll find out later today, right? right? We got our paper strips. So I guess we have to put the paper strips around our head. Like samurai warriors. Okay. Paper strips on our head. There are no spoilers in this review, because I think I enjoyed the show much more by knowing nothing about it before going in. Before I saw the Blue Man Group, I was surprised to see the show was sold out, because I thought, how great could it be watching the Blue Man Group pound on drums for an hour and a half? After seeing the show, I now know why it was sold out. The fact is, the Blue Man Group has very little drumming and loads of entertainment. This is a great show. It has comedy, music, great lighting, and great special effects. One of the things I like the most about the show is the interaction with the audience. The audience is part of the show from beginning to end. Here's a hint. Every single person in the audience is involved in this show at one point. All the questions I had before the show about the tubes in the ceiling, the golden nude mannequins, the paper strips were answered and are all part of this excellent show. I highly recommend this show and I will never think of domestic plumbing, Captain Crunch, or Jell-O in the same way ever again. So, what did you guys? Uh, what did you guys think? Oh, it was I great. Think he did a great job. He did a really great job. I like that on uh, on-site reporting. That was really good. Yeah, that yeah, was a, you, that you was really nice. People. I was. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I, was worried, I was worried that he was going to go the whole show and sort of comment on everything they did. And I thought, well, that's going to give away all the, the good stuff. You don't want to do that. But it turned out to be great. He did it really Enough. well. He was smart in how he, how he structured it. Yep. Enough of a teaser and then sort of a summation at the end. He okay. sounded sincere and it was funny. It was charming. Couldn't you relate to some of the things you saw and yeah. you thought the same thing? Yeah, right. Are those pipes? Yeah, what's this tissue we're wrapping around our head? Yeah. Yeah. What are Why those? are there naked statues? It, John's not big on audience participation. He does not want, we don't go to audience participation things for fear that 
he will be forced to participate. <laughs> and those people came around with white strips, and he kept saying to me, they're not coming towards me, are they? Are they going to come over here? They're not going to talk to me, are they? Do I have to talk to them? <laughs> Crazy old Italian. Exactly. I think he did a great job. Did a great job, Stephen. That was a great review. Thanks we really do it. appreciate it. And, uh, you know, any, uh, I'll say that if, if anybody out there wants to uh, wants to record a review or something that they, they think we might uh, be interested in using on the show, we'd love, we'd love to have it. We'd love to have it. So, Absolutely. Um, I thought that was a, it was a really nice of him to do that. He set the bar pretty high. Yes, he did. Yeah. He did. He absolutely did. So, All right. We're going to move on then, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit to uh, Bob Varley, who uh, had a chance recently to spend some time at the Parks and Universal with his family while they were in town. And uh, he especially got a uh, chance to experience the meal deal, something I have uh, said uh, on the site that I didn't think was really all that great a deal, but I guess we'll find out from Bob what he thought. Yeah, we we got a chance to go over to uh, Universal and Islands of Adventure when the grandkids, uh, Gavin and Mason and my daughter and son-in-law were down. And I have good and bad. Uh, basically, Islands of Adventure, the family all loved it. Universal, they couldn't wait to get out. Really? Yeah. Uh, it was it's just like night and day uh, for them, and I just sat back and and watched their impressions, and you know let them go do their thing and and that. And I mean, we did islands first the first day, and it was hot, and we had just finished with having a day at the Magic Kingdom where it was raining all day and everybody was wet. Well. We went to Islands of Adventure, and it was sunny and hot, and everybody wanted to be wet. Uh, and that's one of the things with Islands of Adventure that there's a lot of places to get wet. A lot. It's a very wet it's park. It's a yeah. very, very wet park. So one of the things I want to tell people is you might want to pack an extra pair, of, total pair of, set of clothes to bring with you for each person. Because you're going to get wet. Women avoid the white T-shirts. Yeah. And shorts. And shorts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, we also, the day we did Islands of Adventure, uh, we did the Universal Meal Deal. And that's nineteen ninety nine plus tax for an adult and nine ninety nine plus tax for children. Mm-hmm. And after experience... Saying the meal deal, I believe you're correct, Peter. It's not a good it's deal. It's not a good deal. And here's why. It doesn't include all the restaurants. It's a limited number of only choices. The fast food, only the fast food restaurants. Right. That, and, you know, I found that they weren't moving very fast on serving people on the fast food restaurants. They, oh, really? Like, they had a couple of registers closed at peak times of the day, and it it took a while to get through the lines to to get food. Now, what do you get? You get three meals a day for that nineteen ninety. You can eat all day. I mean, so you just go up to any place, anytime. You go up only to the fast only food the places. fast food places, and um, and do you uh, get it? What do you get? A ticket to show them? You get well, a- you you the first place you buy the ticket, and then when you go to your first restaurant, they put a a, a wristband on you. So once you have the wristband, then you can just go up and 
and show the wristband as you're going through the line. And but it, it's basically you know it's your hamburger, hot dog, chicken, chicken strips, and and stuff like that. Uh, pizza. And most of the meals are about seven dollars in those restaurants, and um, it it doesn't include beverages or or shakes or anything like that. It's a terrible deal. Yeah. So yeah, it really is. Well, we'll get to the beverage thing in a, a minute because one of one of us did that also, and so you have to for for a meal that's seven dollars. Uh, so you're going to have to eat three times to get that back during the course of a day. And I'm, and you know what? I'm sure that the park food prices you can easily chew up nineteen dollars. But who wants to have three fast food meals a day? Yeah. Not me. Exactly. Yeah. And and it's it's not like it's not like the fast food is good to begin with. Yeah. Right. Okay. So I mean, well, depending on which one which one you go into. I mean, islands. I think islands fast food tends to be better than. Universals for whatever reason. Well, the restaurants that participate uh, in Islands of Adventure were Circus McGurkis Cafe. That's crap. Stupendous Ameri- Captain America Diner and Major Comic Crap strip, <laughs> and Comic Strip Cafe. And you know how we said we're going to do nipples up for Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> we do how many craps does he give it? How many crap crap? So to have crap. how many qualifiers? Crap, crap, <laughs> and the meals include. Uh, each through each time through the line, one entree platter and one dessert. And so you can't even you can't even go into like um, uh, the Enchanted Oak Tavern with all the good food. Is yeah, no, no, that's, that doesn't even apply because no. that, that's technically a fast food establishment. Do you know how many times Diana had to come in and get me out of that restaurant to tell me that yeah, folks, that's look, not included? I, th- I think we can pretty safely say here, skip the meal deal. I'll have the chicken strips and the modium, yeah, please. Buy, now, buy as you go. Now, your, beverage, exactly. your beverage is separate. Uh, food service is available 30 minutes prior to the park closing time, uh, up till the closing time. Uh, children 9 and under must order from the exclusive meal deal children's menu. And Which I'm sure was very limited. Very, very limited. Yeah, chicken strips. The kids... After the week of chicken strips, they were starting to cluck. get feathers and cluck. <laughs> it's like same thing. Same thing when Walter's uh, family was in town back in May, and the kid—that's all these damn kids ate were chicken fingers. Every single meal, chicken yeah. fingers or pizza. I'm like, look, get what you want. Order something. No, no, they would love. It. No, they want the chicken fingers. So uh, now, if you do this over at Universal, here we go, Peter. Louis Italian Restaurant is one of the choices. Mel's Drive-In. And yeah, I see Mel's isn't that great. International Food and Film Festival oh. Food Court. <laughs> okay, that's yeah, good. See, yeah, see now fill, fill Louis, up all these see, crappy and, and, places. And, and even when we had the uh, the Dreams agents in uh, in in May, we had grabbed uh, some pizzas at at Louis, and uh, got to tell you the truth, I, I I can still taste it. So, I mean, it was nasty. It was just nasty, greasy pizza. Is that Monster Cafe on there? Is that one? No, it, see, no. that's actually good fast food in the park. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Now, it all wasn't the, always. I, all it must be new. The last time I tried it was All really. the restaurants that I saw that I had food, like spare ribs and chicken and, and different stuff. That's why I thought that was a better it one. Was, it was. The only two places I'm going to eat at Universal Studios 
is going to be the Lombard's Landing or Finnegan's. Yes. Finnegan's is great. That's a really yeah, nice yeah. Irish, like an Irish pub type environment. Nice menu. Food was good. Service was a little slow, but food was good. You don't really think yeah. you're in a theme park in Finnegan's. No, you don't. You don't. I, I'm really glad we did it, you know, because I got to experience it and I saw what the prices were. I mean, your top menu item is like seven bucks, but there's other items that you pick that may are less than seven dollars. So that it's hard to get your money back on that. Yeah, and it doesn't include, like you said, dessert or drinks. Right. Well, you get a pick of one dessert, and it's like oh, it does include dessert. Yeah, one one dessert, but, but no the, beverage. The chocolate cake uh, in one of the restaurants was like. Remember that turkey that they cut at Thanksgiving that was real dry? That's what it was like. Okay. Yeah. He's, so, referencing, he's referencing another podcast. Another podcast. Poorly. Poorly. Bob, did you eat all your money's worth, though? I mean, did you eat $19 worth of the meal deal? No. You didn't? I, well, we got three meals, but it was like, do I have to eat again? <laughs> you, you, you kind of forced yourself to eat. Just to get your money's worth, you just had to like, be a yeah. glutton to do it. Yeah. I mean, you're going to eat three times in the course of, you know, in the summertime, the park is open later. But if it closes at 7 o'clock at night and you do this meal deal. You're talking about, what, nine hours total? Yeah, you have right. To get three I mean, meals in. You know, okay, let's go and just eat. Most people don't do that. Day. Well, the, the two-park <laughs> meal deal, you get better restaurants. Isn't that right? The, no, you get the same. Well, with the two-park meal deal, don't you get a uh, You get choice. City Walk restaurant. City walk. You get a City Walk restaurant option. Uh uh, pasta more, yeah, which that includes one. my my beloved pasta more. Latin Quarter, which is a great restaurant. Bob Latin Marley. Quarter is another big favorite, and Pat O'Brien's. You said Bob Marley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually ate in there. I ate in there, uh, you know, a couple months ago, and, and I was surprised. I was actually surprised how good the food was. It wasn't. I mean, this wasn't gourmet, but the prices were incredibly reasonable, and the food was good. It was tasty. Pat O'Brien's is always a fun I, place to I, eat. Yeah, it the, is a fun the place. Tupac. Meal deal is twenty four ninety nine, and for adults and twelve ninety nine for children. See, I wonder if that's not a better deal. That is might that per be a, day. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I mean, that might be a better deal because what you get at the uh, City Walk restaurants mm-hmm. includes one dinner entree, which can run like ten or twelve dollars. Last quarter, they can be yeah. more. From well, here's where they catch you. Uh, one dinner entree from limited menu at at the participating city walk yeah, restaurant. Yeah, so it's, oh, you're so not it's ordering only off, certain you're not ordering off the so main, that's the main where, menu. That's where they're going to screw you. Uh, yeah, you limit. You have chicken fingers, and it's only valid. <laughs> it's fingers. only valid from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. for the city walk restaurants, and it's got to be done the day of uh, purchase. Hmm. And you have to have. Uh, your wristband, and here's something that's a gratuity is included in that. It is. So it, it, that may be a better deal, but it's still stretching. Well, you know, it. look, you know, we we uh, we we criticize or we re- review Disney's meal plan all the time. Uh, as right now, at least with the changes, not being such a great deal. This is obviously not a good deal. Doesn't sound like it doesn't even deal come at all. close. I mean, Disney's is a far better. Yeah. Uh, plan than the one that Universal has, but well, let's also talk about the the refillable mug. Oh, Bob has Bob has a prop. Uh, what a surprise! My, my son-in-law Rob uh, went off and bought one of these things, and oops, 
Is that is that Excuse an in yourself. the is that an in the park refillable mug? In Bob the is, park Bob refillable gonna, mug. Bob is going to say that that noise was him pulling the straw out of the refillable mug. It wasn't. <laughs> okay. How, how much was the mug? Eleven ninety nine plus tax. Okay. Now here's the deal. Well, there's something else. They it's, did this. They did this initially. Again. I'm sorry. How much was it? Eleven ninety nine. Okay. To refill the mug, they charge you sixty nine cents each time. Oh, oh you're kidding. God. What? That's gonna, that's that's, that's nickel rip and diamond. Off, yeah. Yeah. Sixty-nine cents. I don't like that. And then they're going to fill it half full of ice, and you. So you're, you're not getting anything. Really. I'm not sure. It's what? Maybe sixteen ounces. It's about sixteen ounces. Oh, maybe come on, maybe not twenty. Get off. You but don't. Need, uh, sixty-nine cents. That that 69, that ruins it. That, I mean, charge charge sixteen ninety-nine. Charge sixteen ninety-nine for it, and just any place that they have soda, you can get it filled. Do you remember when they first opened Islands and they had that deal where you bought the unlimited mug? <laughs> No. It yep. also says good for day of purchase only. Only, yeah. <laughs> I hate to tell them I'll be using it every day of my vacation. Well, I'd be curious to see if the red one is used every day of the week. Well, especially if they're charging sixty nine cent for refill, yeah. use it whenever I want. Right. Exactly. It's right. not like it's you always know, free. Exactly. I might even use it at Disney. I mean my my <laughs> <laughs> If they told me no today's a blue mug, I'd be like, You're colorblind, it's blue. My my head was ready to explode when I found out it was twelve bucks plus well, eleven ninety nine plus tax and then sixty nine cents each time. And then and what like, really, really bugs me is that it's sixty nine cents. You couldn't make it like fifty cents yeah, or seventy five exactly. cents. No, make yeah, make me break a dollar. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, it doesn't you know, cost them sixty nine cents to fill the mug. To no, it's not sixty nine cents worth. The of other soda. thing is, ergonomically, it's not even user friendly. No, it's not at so all. There's no handle on it. Right? There's, it's not going to fit in any pocket on your backpack. Nope. It looks like it's about uh, what twenty ounce. That's what we're uh, guessing. Sixteen, 16 or to 20. twenty. Yeah, but it's well, probably is, about twelve inches a, tall. Uh, this is a, a, a twenty ounce tumbler. Yeah. So a, this is a twenty ounce bottle. Has a, like an accordion? Yeah, maybe, it's about twenty maybe ounces. 20, maybe yeah, twenty four ounces. It doesn't say on that. Well, we could always just put water in it and then... It says hand wash. <laughs> I think the listeners are going to be okay with not knowing. Yeah. <laughs> but I think we can I think we can skimp on some details. Okay. But, uh, I it, cannot believe that they charge you to fill it every time. That's yes. And did you buy these for every person? In no, your, no, no, uh, no, 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 yeah, no, no, no. It's not a particularly... We did, we did do the meal thing for, for everybody. Uh, I actually got there a little late, and Diana had already started the process of doing this thing. I'm not sure I would have actually. Does taken everybody it. in your party have to have the meal deal? No, no. Diana apparently doesn't listen to our podcast, does no. she? Well, she started. I mean, she listened yeah, to yeah, us. Yeah. No, because it's individually purchased and it's individual wristbands. They right. don't know who's in your party and who's oh, not. Yeah. Well, I'm surprised they don't. They don't enforce that because well, what's to stop one person from going back in line? Here's what. Here's what stops them. It takes so long to get through the line, is yeah. what I'm saying. And, I mean, it took like 20, 25 minutes to get through the line over in uh, uh, Seuss Landing. And you have to you can, the benefit You are allowed on, the, uh, on that plan. You are allowed. You can absolutely get, get but, some food, get offline, get right back online and get more. You just can't get multiple things on one trip. You just got to keep getting back in the line. I mean, like that, may be said, way to, that may be the way to beat it, but the way they beat it is they – they shut down the amount of lines registers to actually order the food and go through and pay. Get your chicken fingers. Sell your chicken fingers to the last person in line. <laughs> yeah. Get line yeah. behind them. I thought about it, but you know that, that may be the only way to to, to, to do that is if you fill your sixty nine cent soda and sell it for seventy two cents, yeah. <laughs> you know. something like that. But this you know, could become a money making operation. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Instead of a little chicken finger cart. If there's people out there that have had great experiences with it, I'd be interested. You know, write in or. 
Well, I somehow, booties, I somehow think nuggets. we will not be getting a lot of uh, no, emails. Well, that's on why that. I said that. So that's my review, good and bad. Good. Well, thank you very much, Bob. I appreciate it. All right, we're going to move on to our next segment, and Kevin Close has a review for us of Margaritaville. Go ahead, Kevin. Uh, we were in the park one day and decided that we would give this a try. I am a huge Jimmy Buffett fan from way back. have all the Jimmy Buffett CDs, and I actually had them on album at one time, so that tells you how long I've been a fan. You've had them on a track Oh, that was a look I've never seen. You had them on gramophone. <laughs> I used to have to wind Jimmy up. Yeah, okay. So we wandered in. This was kind of unplanned. It wasn't something we set out to do. And we decided that this would be a great way. First of all, it was very hot and raining the day we were there. So it was a great place to get in and out of the rain. Uh, we had just a couple of minute wait. And we were seated fairly quickly. It was very well done. They I'm were, assuming this was for lunch? Yeah, we walked in for lunch. And... I the place is pretty. It's a pretty big place. Yeah. It's cavernous inside. There was a DJ who was talking while we were there and playing Jimmy Buffett music, and they were playing videos. What was weird was that the songs that they were playing didn't line up with the videos at all. Oh, really? <laughs> they they weren't coinciding at all. So it was weird to watch Jimmy Buffett singing one song, and you could kind of see the way his lips were moving that he wasn't singing the song that they were playing. <laughs> Which I thought was weird. The other thing was the sound system was fine. When the music was playing, you could understand the words. You could hear the, the melody. When the DJ would talk... That's it was like the teacher hear. from Charlie Brown. Exactly. And we were sitting right in front of him. So I could see his lips moving, but could never make the sound match up. Mm. So it was a little bit weird. So this was kind of like a bad Fellini movie. Yeah. It was very, very strange. Um... It was also very crowded the day we were there, so we were packed in pretty tight. I've talked about Disney restaurants having tight tables. Margaritaville, the tables are very, very, very crowded. Yeah, they are. Yeah, we had that. I was also surprised at how much emphasis was placed on us ordering drinks. We were offered drinks before we sat down. We were offered drinks after we, we were sat. We were offered drinks during our meal. It's that's a big thing. That's yeah. the name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we weren't drinking, so yeah. it was. It's a weird. Yeah, sort it's of, kind of uncomfortable to have it pushed true. on you like that. Yeah. It really is. Right. I definitely get the feeling that if you're going there as in a party mood, you'd have a better time. I didn't think our food was bad. This is not the kind of place that I would tell any of you to park in that parking garage and hike in just to eat at Margaritaville. In my opinion, it was bar food. It was good bar food. It was decent bar food. We each had a bowl of soup. We had a conch chowder, and we had a corn crab chowder. Uh, both were four fifty apiece, and they were certainly passable. Again, this is not something I would suggest that anybody make an event out of, but if you're in City Walk or Islands of Adventure, it's a great place to stop. John ordered the portobello mushroom sandwich which is a marinated portobello mushroom grilled to order and topped with blue cheese greens roasted red pepper beefsteak tomato and served on a ciabatta roll with cajun roumelade 
And that was 1050. He thought it was terrific. Yep. It was it almost looked like a burger with And what a reasonable out. price for, yeah. a, a, reasonable for a lunch. Price. Yeah. And a big big is a huge portobello mushroom cap with yeah. a very big thick burger it looked like with the french fries it was more than enough food for that amount of money. Mm-hmm. That's was, what that's what I had when you and I went Peter. No you didn't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, I was sitting in the the direction that I saw the people behind John get the volcano nachos. Mm. So I decided to give it a try, but John hadn't seen them yet. And this is uh, nachos topped with chili, cheese, guacamole, sour cream, jalapenos, tomato, and scallions. And again, that's ten twenty-five. And if you just were looking at nachos and thinking, okay, ten twenty-five for nachos is a bit high, no, no. you literally get a mountain yeah. of nachos. Nacho you have high. never seen this this much nachos in one place at one time. The yeah. only place I've ever seen that order, so, uh, Orlando serves Ale House. Orlando Giant Ale House. Yes. Orlando Ale House's nachos is like three times the size. Really? It comes out on a platter yeah. and it's this huge mountain of food. It's fun to watch people like that haven't seen them before order them and get right. them because they go, oh my God. <laughs> now we ordered these and there were two of us. We didn't put a dent in it. We finally had to put a napkin over it and tell our waiter, you really have to take this away. <laughs> it, they're so good, though. I mean, my, they are amazingly good nachos. They're famous for them. So that was what we had. Um, the menu is very extensive. There are starters. There are soups. There are salads. There are entree salads, chef specialties. There's uh, grilled stuff, and there's burgers and sandwiches. There's also a fresh catch of the day. Um, I, I believe there's only one menu. I don't believe there's a lunch menu and a dinner menu. You're, you are correct. And the prices uh, range from a, you know nine ninety five for a pulled pork sandwich to up to uh, nineteen fifty or eighteen fifty for uh, crab cakes and the jerk salmon. So it oh I'm sorry there's a twenty four ninety five uh, sirloin and shrimp combo, but that seems to be about the most expensive thing on the menu. This is a definite party atmosphere. I get the feeling that. Again, if you had a large party or if you were going to have, you know, blender drinks, it, it, you'd... I spotted one on the back of the menu that I want. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Also, um, every once in a while, there's a volcano in the bar area. And when the volcano blows, and, and anybody who's familiar with Jimmy Buffett understands that that's a uh, lyric from his song, the volcano spews margaritas. It all goes into a giant blender. The blender goes and the song plays and mm-hmm. it's this big deal it's a big deal yeah i thought the restaurant looked a little dated i thought some of the stuff looked a little tired it looks like it could be spruced up a little bit it could use a paint job in certain areas but again it it's a high traffic area with a huge huge service area and as long as you go in expecting what you're expecting i think you'll do fine i've always felt like they they meant for it to kind of look dated and older yeah. Like if maybe it's an old bar in Key West or somewhere because he used to always be down there. Yeah. You know? I didn't well, take that yeah. into account, but, you know. That's yeah, the what theming, I always, The theming yeah. is Key West. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. The outside, they've got all the beautiful, um, the we Adir- call them the Adir- Adirondack chairs. The Adirondack chairs that are all painted individually. And they all look spruced up and fresh and stuff oh, yeah. like that. Inside just looked a little, it looked like it hadn't been updated since they put it in. And it's. I also want to point out that um, for dinner, something they do. At dinner time, that they do not do at lunch, uh, especially for kids, it's really cool. They'll have guys walking around on stilts that'll be doing balloon animals for people, uh, make, like making like balloon animal hats for you. People that are engaging the crowd and getting them to yell things at certain times. It becomes a more festival-like atmosphere, I guess. Kind of what I would imagine. Um, uh, where's the area in Key West where you go to watch the sun go down? Mallory, oh, Mallory Square. Mallory Square. Square. Kind of, 
kind of that almost that environment. Yeah, it's carnivalesque. Exactly, it is. and yeah, that so, wasn't happening at lunch. Yeah, at all. that doesn't go on at lunch. <laughs> that happens. That, that that'll happen at dinner. And uh, it is, it's a very loud restaurant. I mean, there's a lot going on. The music is usually pretty loud. This is not a place to have a quiet dinner for two. Yeah. Also, uh, we had the premium annual pass, the premier pass, and uh, we got 10% off our meal. Yep. So that's a nice bonus. And it, uh, this was a very, very serviceable restaurant. It, it's not, again, I would not consider it a destination restaurant, but it's certainly a, an okay place to go if you're there and you're hungry. And I think if you're in the parks and you're hungry for maybe a burger or something like that, don't go to the fast food places yeah. in the park. Go there. Wait till you get outside. And especially even if it's during the day for lunch, you can go always re-enter the park. Yeah. Right. You know, for a couple ahead. of dollars more than fast food. Yeah, it's, a non-theme park burger. Right. Yeah. It's much better than fast food. And it's also, you know, it, it was nice and cool mm-hmm. in there the day we were there. And it was very hot outside. And our server was, I, I don't remember him being memorable at all, but. He was quite nice. efficient. Efficient and did mm-hmm. his job and yeah. what more can he ask for, right? Right. Yeah, uh, Walter and I eat there pretty regularly. I say at least once a month we head over there. We don't uh, We don't leave the house specifically. We're going to Jimmy Buffett's. It's, we'll be over at Universal. And depending on what time it is, if we think we can get in pretty easily, we'll go there. I, I guess I that's live, exactly what I'm saying. I live for the nach- I live for the nachos and the teriyaki steak. That teriyaki steak is to die for. It's so good. <laughs> So every t- that's pretty much every- that's pretty much what I order every we time. We enjoyed just sitting on those chairs outside and just people watching. Well, if the weather of course had we been... have an alcoholic beverage. It's five <laughs> o'clock somewhere. A margarita. If, if <laughs> five the, o'clock somewhere. If yeah. the weather had been cooler, we would have enjoyed it too. Yeah. It was very very hot and rainy the day uh, we were there. Those yeah. chairs were empty. Well, thank you very much, Kevin. Appreciate the review. All right, we're going to move on and do some listener emails. Now, as I said earlier in the show, because we were we did not do a show in July. Uh, we were going to select two winners this month of the emails that we received, what we do in, our, in this show when you send us an email. We read it on the show. You get uh, you get a T-shirt from us. But uh, if we select your email as the winning email for that month, you also get your choice between a two-park universal annual pass or two tickets to see Blue Man Group. And we're picking two winners. Here's the first one. Bill from Melrose, Massachusetts asks, uh, my wife and I are looking to take our first trip to Universal this January. She told me that we are not allowed to go to Disney for a couple of years. Anyway, we are looking at staying at either the Hard Rock or the Portofino. My question is a two-parter. First, which of these hotels would you recommend for a young couple with no kids? Second, as far as outside of the park, what is best for us that would not involve drinking? We are much more into attending shows and do not drink, so clubbing is not what we like to do. Thanks, and keep up the great work. Uh, well, Bill... You know, you can go. It really depends on your sensibilities as far as the difference between Portofino and uh, Hard Rock. Um, either one is great for couples. Mm. Um, the Hard Rock, far more suited if you have children, but it doesn't just take anything away from your experience uh, if you're a couple staying at the Hard Rock. Uh, the Portofino is a much more romantic environment. Yeah. This is a much more, uh, much more elegant, uh, it's more upscale. But not at all, no attitude. It's not a, a, a stuffy place to walk around. It's a very, you feel very comfortable walking around in nice whatever, whatever it was you're wearing to the theme parks. But it's a very, very nice atmosphere. So it depends. Do you want the edgy, more you know, electric atmosphere at the Hard Rock or something more refined and romantic at Portofino? So either one will work for you. Portofino is probably, well, it, it varies. Portofino is, ten, you know, tends to be more expensive per night than Hard Rock, but 
Hard Rock usually has a much higher occupancy rate, so there are deals at Portofino more often. So it's always a, a matter also of just kind of kind of watching that. So, um, And as far as what I would recommend for uh, things to do that do not involve drinking, I mean, there's any number of things yeah. to do you know, in and around the area. Remember, you're, even though you're at Universal, it's really no more than a half an hour drive to any place in this area, any theme park, SeaWorld or uh, Disney. Um, you know, you have a movie theater right you've there. Got the AMC, you've got the AMC theater there, absolutely. There's shopping. Actually, that's Lowe's at Universal. Or Lowe's, excuse yeah. me. Excuse me, that is a Lowe's theater. And you've got Blue Man, I mean, if you're into shows, I mean, Blue Man Group is getting rave reviews, got rave reviews from us, got a rave review in the show from uh, one of our listeners. Yeah. So, I mean, there are plenty of things to do. It is universal, so the emphasis, there is an, more of an emphasis on, on alcohol than you will find at Disney, but, you know. Can you know a lot of the bars and clubs do have live entertainment, so you can you sit outside, listen yeah. to music. Exactly, yeah. exactly. You don't have ask, to drink alcohol. I was going to ask, when are they going to be here? Will they be here for Velvet Sessions? Uh, this January. There's also Hard Rock Live is right there, and I don't know what is scheduled for the time he's going to be here, but... There's something going on all the yeah, time. Right. Yeah, and these things are all walking distance from your hotel, basically. Right, so, right. Um, not to mention what's what's available all around Orlando. So you've got you've got plenty of options. Right, and if you like shows, there's House of Blues at Downtown Disney. There's, so there are venues all over. There's right. the Luau, also. Yeah, the Polynesian there. Luau at the Royal Pacific is a great experience. That was yeah. a good show. Uh, we really really enjoyed that. Far better than I enjoyed the uh, Disney the Disney one. Yeah. I so go to there or the Sea World one for that. They moment. don't really push drinking on you there. No. No. Yeah. But it's so I, I think that gives you some some ideas. Uh, I hope that helps anyway. But uh, good luck. I think you'll have a, you'll have a wonderful time. You'll enjoy you'll enjoy doing a vacation at Universal, especially in January. Weather's going to be decent. We hope, and the crowds will be pretty low. So enjoy. All right, who has another one they'd like to read? I have one from Dan in St. Louis, and he's telling me that him and his wife are planning to visit Disney and Universal in late January, and he has a couple of questions. Uh, the first one is uh, we're planning to do two day uh, go two days to Universal. Do we need the Express pa- Plus Pass at this time? And the second question is: Is Mia's shuttle service from Disney to Universal convenient? I'm trying to decide if we should stay at two different hotels or just at a Disney Value Resort. And they don't plan on renting a car. So uh, let's take the first one. Uh, I think they. They should stay at the Universal Hotel and get the go to the front of the line pass. You know, split it up and do a couple of days at Disney, and then go over and stay at the hotel over in Universal. Transportation, right? Well, I mean, I, that wasn't necessarily what he was asking, though. He's asking, yeah. you know, whether or not he should use the should he, should he get the Express Pass. Uh, and this is January that he's traveling, right? right? Um, absolutely not. First of all, keep in mind that Universal will not sell the Express Pass. If the crowds in the park are below a certain number, and that that's good, so that's very good. But uh, you know, if the likelihood of you needing an express pass in January, unless something extraordinary happens, I wouldn't spend the money. I want on to it. spend, you know, and if you find that there's lines like two hours long, then you can take that option at that time. You have to right. play whatever day you go and judge it from from that, and not just expect it. Yeah, I mean, certain that. certain rides are going to have a long line, yeah, um, pretty consistently. So, 
you got to keep that in mind. I mean, Jaws is one of the ones that backs up a lot uh, at Universal. Men as Black, does the Men Mummy. In Black, The Mummy. The Mummy's the big one. But if you get there when the park opens, some of those popular rides go on those first. Oh, if you get to Universal or Islands when they first open, you'll ride almost everything before half the people are in the park right. by noon. <laughs> so that's a, that's a good tip so. on that. And um, then they were asking about the Mia shuttle service. Now, I, I went online and I looked, and Mia's is saying that it's 14 to $16 round trip for each person. All right. I'm just going to be hey, – look, this is my opinion. This is my, based on my personal experience with Mears. You couldn't pay me to get in one of their cars, okay? Okay. I think this is probably the worst-run transportation company in Orlando. I think their drivers are a bunch of scumbags. And I, would, I wouldn't put my worst enemy in one of their cars, let alone ever get in one again. I took one from the airport back to the house, back here to my house, which is maybe a 10-minute drive. And it was the mo- and it was like eight o'clock in the morning. One of the most harrowing experiences when we came back from California yeah. last November. Yep, I got in one of their cars. This guy is cursing out the window at other drivers. He's switching lanes. He's driving sixty miles an hour in a thirty-mile zone. Smelled to high heavens. It smelled like he hadn't bathed in a month. There's other ways you can. Get yeah, I really mirrors avoid mirrors like the plague. I think taking his, his email in in context, I think Bob started off right. I, I think you should split this up. Right. Spend a couple of days at Universal in a Universal hotel. You won't have to worry about the transportation each day to get there. You'd be able to use that great pass, you know, and, and that unlimited pass. And plus, you'd get front of the line access anyway. So right. then you, you don't have to buy it. Don't worry it about matter, a pass. Yeah. Right. It's just for the couple of days you want to do it. I don't. I don't see the hassle of going back and forth. And for people that are driving over, I mean, you have to remember that parking's going to be eleven dollars a day. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. I mean, for two days, that's twenty-two bucks. So well, if he's uh, looking for transportation, chances are he's not going to park. Yeah. I, I, I just have. <laughs> Sorry, you didn't understand what he said. Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm right like, Mom, that's your word. <laughs> park. But uh, FL tours, do they go from Disney to Universal? If you have a round trip booked, if you have airport transportation booked, they do offer the. Okay, so but, but there's get, and, yeah. if you, and if you book through Mirrors, you're going to get a Mirrors taxi. You're not going to get a car. You're yeah. not going right. to get a limo or anything like that. You're going to get a taxi pull up. No, nope. take a couple of days, stay on Universal property. Yeah, enjoy it. Uh, Dan, that's our opinions on on that, and we thank you for the email. Hope that helps. Who else? Um, Corey and I have one together. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's from Elizabeth Barber in Spokane, Washington. This doesn't count for your couple's things to do. <laughs> yeah, right. She's going to read the first half. I'll read the second. <laughs> Go ahead. Hi, everyone. Thanks for putting so much energy into each week's episode. I would like to know about SeaWorld's Discovery Cove. From what I understand, you actually get to swim with the dolphins, which would be really cool. Is this the main feature for the cost? It seems expensive for what I think is a water park experience. My husband has said I could pick something special for our next trip as a birthday present. And if we do decide to do this, do we have to get the tickets way in advance? We'll be in Orlando 10 days in May, and I don't want to be locked into a particular day and then have bad weather. Thanks again for all your info and laughs. Um, it says, we'll be trying Boston Lobster Feast after listening to last week's podcast. Yay! Yeah. And she's still trying to talk her husband into the Sky Coaster. She says, hey, I have eight months, right? Good luck. <laughs> so I say do it. If your wife is willing to do it, I was the scaredy cat. If the husband's the scaredy cat, he just needs to give in. Oh, do it. <laughs> if you're listening. But Corey and I are going to be actually um, going to experience Discovery Cove on our own. 
uh, in the next week or two, and we'll be talking about it in the next Universal podcast. So we'll be able to answer any other questions you know that you may have in your head or may want to write in. So and just look forward to that. Not for nothing. I don't blame your husband for not wanting to do it. You couldn't pay me enough money to get on that it's thing. It's a once-in-a-lifetime experience, and I just have to say that I would do it again. Yeah, but not everybody wants your lifetime to end then. Yeah, really. <laughs> 300 feet Still hit the water. <laughs> Oh, One of the things short. that we should let her know is, depending on when she's coming in May, they do limit the number of people at Discovery They Cove. do, and you should make a reservation in right. advance. I wouldn't wait till you got here. So you almost have to. So yeah. if she's talking about Memorial Day, Memorial Day weekend, she might find that the, the park is sold out on that right. day. Yeah, definitely, definitely do Discovery Cove, even though we haven't done it yet. I mean, it's one of the things that I've been waiting to do since I've moved. Since Atlanta. it opened. Yeah. You know, because it opened from what's. Well, I think, she's, I think she's safe waiting to do anything until after she hears the review next month. Yeah. Right. Definitely. I, I don't think you need to book this far out, but um, you I would definitely, definitely need by advanced, January. You absolutely have to have advanced reservations for Discovery Cove. Mm-hmm. I don't think. I, I, I've never heard of anybody just like showing up or getting one a couple of days early, a couple of days before. And you time. have to wear a wetsuit. One, one of the things. If you're going to swim with the dolphins, yes. One that of, right there would be enough to make yeah. me not want to go. One of the things I would question is what their uh, policy is if you decide to cancel when you go over there and check well, that we'll out. We'll definitely ask about that. We'll be researching all that great information. Yeah, find out so. also about weather related, you know, if it's thundering and lightning. Yeah, because I, be, I would think that if it were thundering and lightning, you know, you could get maybe uh, – you know, a, a voucher for another stay or another visit. A rain check. Rain check. <laughs> That's what I was looking Boom. for. <laughs> wow. A literal rain check. What a catchy phrase that is. Well, also, Elizabeth, you are our second winner this month. Uh, Elizabeth was notified by, by mail about uh, that she was one of our winners. She has a, she'll get her choice as well between a, uh, two tickets to Blue Man Group or a two-park annual pass to uh, Universal Orlando. So congratulations, Elizabeth. Very nice. I have an email. I have one from Emmett Broderick, and he's in Geneva, Illinois. And Emmett sends a really nice email and talks about how he's coming in September, um, staying at the Boardwalk Villas and you know, going to do some stuff at Disney. And he says, my wife and I have a four-year-old daughter, and we are planning on going to SeaWorld and Universal Studios this year. My question is, can you tell me, there, can you tell me are there things that a four-year-old can do at Universal, or are we just wasting money? She's sometimes afraid of loud noises, but loves Jimmy Neutron. Um, Bob just did a really wonderful segment about taking his grandkids. Um, It's tough at that age. I think Universal has that wonderful uh, Curious George water park play area for the kids. Is that enough to warrant the cost of bringing a kid into a park? Well, I I can give you this, this this point of view. As I had mentioned in the last one of our previous shows, I brought my... uh, my partner's family was was in town in May, and uh, his uh, youngest niece is uh, five years old, Stella. And Stella spent the vast majority of her time at either Seuss Landing or at uh, you know the Woody Woody's Kid Zone or the Curious George area. Yeah. She she had the time of her life. I mean, she enjoyed it. I mean, it was difficult walking around with her in other areas because she couldn't really experience that. But a few months ago when Walter was at a family event and they were at a, at a relative's house and they were all watching television and a commercial for Universal came on, Stella lit up and just started telling everybody in the room about everything she did at Universal. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, so, yeah, you know, man. maybe from our perspective, it's not enough. But, you know, depending on your five-year-old, four-year-olds, yeah. it also- may be, you know, Stella was really – Stella 
wants to come back. I mean, yeah, Mason so. had a good time, you know, and he's five. There are a couple of things that are great for kids there. There's the uh, animal actors. Yeah, animal actors yep. is great. Is the, really the Barney. Yep. Uh, the kids still watch Barney. I don't know. They do. We weren't they allowed. Do, yeah. We weren't allowed to take Mason into Barney. Aaron. Aaron is against Barney. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Something about a purple dinosaur, huh? Yeah, you, you, you can see you can see SpongeBob. I mean, he's really yeah, he's really popular. I think what happens. I read the email and I I focus mainly on Universal Studios as opposed to Islands of Adventure. Right. But yeah, I mean, if you're going to do both parks, there's definitely Seuss Landing. I just think you have to understand that as two adults traveling with a with a four year old, you're going to be limited no matter where you go. Right. I mean, you're not going to be able to get right. on Space yeah. Mountain. Right. Without and there's certainly no argument that there is more for a four year old at Disney than there is right. at Universal. There's well, just no argument for that. He also asks about SeaWorld, and except for Kraken and Journey to Atlantis, and maybe the Wild Arctic, everything's acceptable for a four year old. They also yeah. have a special play area called Shamu's Happy Harbor, which they've just expanded. Right. right. So. And I have to add here, if I had it to do over again for the two weeks that the all the, the kids were down here, I would have taken a day and gone to SeaWorld, which I didn't do. And I, I really regret not doing that because – You don't love animals, your family. Well, <laughs> I apologize, but we had – you know, it just didn't fit into the schedule. But I wish I had taken one of those days and gone over to SeaWorld because I think the kids would have had a great time over there. Oh, sure. With all the animals and everything else. So I was over at SeaWorld last month, the month before. It looks great. The park is so yeah, beautiful. It's super. Beautiful, beautiful park. So, Emmett, I hope that helps and answers your questions. Also, one more thing, Emmett. If you buy a one-day ticket – at SeaWorld, it's good for multiple visits. So if you find out that your four-year-old likes to go back, you can go back to SeaWorld at no additional charge. Yep. Well, thank you, John. Thank you, Emmett. I have another one from uh, Rob in Odenton, Maryland. Uh, I have a two-part question. I'm planning my first trip to Universal in March 2008, likely for two or three days. This will be the first half of the trip. The second half, I'll meet up with some friends at a timeshare, during which time we'll be doing Discovery Cove and uh, maybe a day at SeaWorld before I leave. My question is with pricing. There will be two of us doing the Universal portion of the trip, and with time being tight, we want to spend at least one night at a Universal resort for the the front-of-the-line access. But from there on, it gets murky. Between current ticket offers, season pass discounts, AAA and other discount or hotel uh, on the hotels, tickets or both, I'm a little overwhelmed. It seems to me I'd have to get a spreadsheet together to find the best overall deal. Are there travel agents that will combine all these factors and come back with the best combination and aside as an aside we have purchased one of the $86 ticket offers thinking it will somehow work into the equation secondly if i do end up with a season pass that includes parking is it possible to go to the hotel just check in drop off the bags then leave the car in the regular lots and just go straight back to the hotel leaving the car overnight okay well you have some wow. interesting questions that's a good email you got some really great questions First of all, I mean, I, I'm going to have to take the bait on the question about is there a travel agency that handles this? Uh, yeah, Dreams Unlimited Travel. Are, uh, we have, uh, I think we have 10 agents right now that are uh, handling uh, Universal Orlando uh, resort requests, and they're all very knowledgeable, and they, will, they absolutely keep on top of what the current deals are and, you know, all that good stuff. So dreamsunlimitedtravel.com, they can absolutely help you out, of course. Full disclosure, Dreams Unlimited Travel. Uh, John and I are part owners in that travel agency, so we want to make sure we let everybody let everyone know that. Um, but so, I, like I said, I had to take the bait on that one. 
but it you bring up a good point. There are a number of options where you can you can get deals on on the hotels. I will tell you this: the best deals by far are your annual pass holder deals. Those are the deepest discounts. Those are the most readily available discounts. Those are discounts that are available to you. They might not be steep, but even on like major holidays like July 4th, if there's room available and you have an annual pass, they will give you at least 10% on that night. So it is by far, in just about every scenario I've seen, the amount of money you will save on an annual using an annual pass discount will not only pay for the annual pass in most cases. I've seen it. It's not uncommon to see it pay for more than one. Where two people get an annual pass, and the savings they're going to you're going to get from yeah. just getting the hotel room will pay for both of them. She already purchased her tickets, though. She said, "Right." She said, "What?" She purchased one of those tickets just in case. Well, uh, and also understand something. This is true with Disney and Universal. If you have a ticket, whether it's been used or not, well, I mean, if you have a multi-day ticket that has days available on it, you can go into guest services, and they will apply a certain amount of that towards the purchase of an annual pass. Any unused portion. Can go exactly. to any other pass. The other thing you need to keep in mind with the annual pass discounts is that they are most significant on the two upper tier passes, the premium annual and the premier annual. Uh, the uh, two-park annual, the regular two-park annual is a little bit more limited in its in its discounts. So keep that in mind. But now as far as your question about uh, parking, um, could you park in the universal lots and leave it there overnight? Um, I believe you can, but I believe you are charged a pretty substantial fee for doing it. So if you're already checking into the hotel and you have a car, I don't see why you wouldn't just drive your car to the hotel, park it there, and then use universe, drop your bags, or check in, drop your bags off, and use transportation to take you over to the parks. I think that would probably make more sense. Even if you're not, even if your room isn't ready, you can still drop off your right. bags yeah, at the desk. You know, your uh, bellman will hold your bags. They'll lock your bags up. So it's uh, I, never. I would never ever leave my car overnight in a theme park parking lot. Not that I'm afraid anything would happen to it. I'm afraid it would get towed. I agree. Um, so plus, it's you know, it's your car sitting there. It does become a target if somebody is looking to break into a car. So I, I don't know. I, I would say if you're going to stay at the hotel, park at the hotel. So I think the best option for him in this scenario, one person buy an annual pass, get the, disc, the discount, stay at the hotel for one night so that you can get the front-of-the-line access. The nice thing about that is it's from the day you check in to midnight of the day you check out. So you actually get two days yeah. up front of the line access for everybody in your party and then use those 89 or $86. Right. Yeah. That's uh, right. I forgot to mention that, that, that uh, when you when you stay at the Universal Hotels, you really have two days. Yeah. If you stay only one night, you'll get two days of two, uh, Fast days. Pass. And that's the smart thing to do. I think Express really Pass, is. I should say. And if you have the, if you have the uh, not that you'll need it, but if you have the annual pass, parking is free, but you're going to be parking at the hotel. Leave your car there. And then just use the transportation to go over to the parks. Oh, you see, I'm thinking that maybe that's why he wants to park at the uh, because at the theme charge. park because they don't charge. Um, uh, it's not worth it. Depending on what hotel you stay in, I mean, it's not you know, it's not going to be that bad. Yeah, it's probably yeah, especially if you're only talking a day or two. Yeah, you know, it's worth it to get the it's front worth line it, access. and I know that your car is safe. 
Yeah. Now that your car is safe and, e- and you have easy access to it. And the transportation it. from the hotel will get you much closer to the theme park than the parking garage. Right. Right. It's still a trek in from the exactly. garage. Exactly. So hope that answers your question, Rob. And does we have any other ones? I have another one uh, from Kathy from Louisville, Kentucky. Um, three, two, one. She says... <laughs> No, I, I, I thought... Are you, are you doing this like when you're by yourself now? Like, no. You, you'd I, be in the bathroom and you miss and... Oh, three, two, one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Diana does that often when she's in the theme park. For some reason, I thought it was the I same person. I thought he was reading the same email. I thought it was reading the same email. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Pete, I... <laughs> See him missing the bowl. <laughs> three, two, one. <laughs> Do over. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Just let me know when I'm ready. Good. Yeah. How will we know when you're ready? I don't know. Okay. Pete, I have one from Kathy from Louisville, Kentucky. <laughs> All right. <laughs> She's like, I know what we're laughing at. Oh, man. Just let me know when it's ready. Go ahead. Go ahead. Pete, I have one from... (laughs) (laughs) It's the fact that you keep starting over, Bob, that gets them. Go ahead, Bob. Uh, Question about Universal Orlando holidays and special events. I know you talk about Halloween Horror Nights, but what's going on during Christmas? Christmas Horror Nights. Does Universal do anything special for Christmas? How is the park decorated? Uh, do the hotels direct it, anything towards that as well? Uh, also, any kind of events around Mardi Gras? Uh, you mentioned that time briefly. Uh, any help you can give me would be great. Uh, Kathy, they have the Macy's Parade, uh, the, the balloons that are in the Macy's uh, Thanksgiving Day Parade uh, in December, which is a nice nice thing. They have some of them on display, so you can get an idea. Of what are they still doing Grinchmas? I'm not. They didn't sh- do it last they year. They didn't do Grinchmas, but they do that. decorate that area. Uh, so for Christmas, so I'm I'm not sure what the parks do decorate for Christmas. Yeah, they do decorate for Christmas. Yeah, and Universal has not released any uh, their information for this year about exactly what they're doing for Christmas. Right. So you know, why actually, they- have they even announced that the Macy's Parade will be there this year? I no, know it that, was last year. That's in the past, but uh, you know, it's it's something that's I mean, have really to do popular. So, uh, and then I I thought Corey could talk. Touch on Mardi Gras a little bit. We love Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras is a great event. There are concerts every weekend. There's a there's a parade every night, which is really really cool. And they have New Orleans style food and music. They try to make it as authentic yeah, that's as possible. Yeah, really cool over there where the they set up all the booths and everything for yeah. Yeah, for they, the food. We had stilt walkers and Corey and Julie actually had uh, had a. Had a a segment uh, back, I believe, believe it was the beginning of April. I think it was the first Universal podcast. No, it was before the first Universal. We did it on the Disney show. Oh. Didn't we? When you I saw Chris right. Daughtry, because mm-hmm. it was in early April. Yep. Oh, yeah. It was around Easter. So uh, if we go back to uh, the early April Disney shows, I uh, get a whole review of uh, the Chris Daughtry concert these guys I mean, saw. We've seen Daughtry. We've seen Kid Rock. We've seen um, LL Cool J. Live. Willie Nelson. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've, seen, we've seen a lot of Hall & Oates. Yep, Hall & Oates. <laughs> 
Well, <laughs> every every year they bring they bring a nice little lineup of people. Some, oh, of, those, yeah. some of those people you can't even use the word live with. <laughs> yeah, <little> questionable. <laughs> it's, it's it's a good it's a good time. It's a fun time. Um, everybody's everybody's having a great time. They catch some Mardi Gras beads and. Mm-hmm. They have nice floats. Oh, I mean, everything is is. I mean, as close to Mardi Gras as they can get it for sure. And being so, from New Orleans, we love it. It's a little touch of home. Without the violence. Yeah. <laughs> right. Without the pickpockets. And the people urinating in the street. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And she just wants to also mention that she's a huge Harry Potter fan, and she's looking forward to to the the new park opening up in a few years, and she loves Cot Cam. So that's it. Thanks, Great. Kathy. Great. Thank you, Kathy. Thank you, Bob. Thank you, everyone who wrote in. Of course, if you have any questions for us, Please feel free to send us an email, podcast at www.info.com. If we read your email on the show, we'll send you your own Diz Unplugged t-shirt. And at uh, in each show, we select one winner to uh, win the big prize, which is a two-park universal annual pass or two tickets to the Blue Man Group. And, uh, and that'll do it for us this month for our universal show. Thanks very much. We'll be back with you again next month with another edition of the Diz Unplugged 